Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. All right, all right, all right. Now we know the Democrats' endgame. You know what this was with Matthew McConaughey? Very strange to see a Hollywood actor just step up in the middle of a White House press conference like that. Take over the podium from Jean-Pierre. But he did. Okay, a couple of things to know. This was a test. It was an audition for Matthew McConaughey for president. Two, they're thinking of running. They have nobody who can do this on their slate. And McConaughey has made it clear for a lot of years he wanted to run. In fact, he was seriously toying with running in Texas. He first endorsed Bernie when that was hip and hot. Uh, Then uh, he started saying positive things about Trump at the height of his popularity. Um, And so now uh, he is back on the other side. So strategically, that's what that's about. But let's look at what McConaughey's saying. He's making the typical liberal argument and doing it very well. I'm a father and yeah, we've always had guns up till now, but something has to change. Okay, here's how you win the gun argument with someone like this. What is the most destructive force on earth in terms of the snuffing out of human life? The most destructive force that's ever existed. More destructive than even nature. Pestilence, disease, natural cataclysm. Because there is a more destructive force than that. Short only to God himself in pure destructive ability. This force has existed on earth since 1848. According to estimates by Harvard University, it claimed 200 million lives in the last century. It is the leftist ideology, first put to pen by Marx in 1848 when he wrote the Communist Manifesto. Authoritarian regimes are the most destructive force on earth. Nothing comes even a close second to them. Our founders understood this profoundly. So much so that if you read the speeches at the Constitutional Convention, you can see it in action. They crafted the Constitution and ultimately the Bill of Rights to give the public the upper hand to violently defeat their government. It was not a concern. It was the central concern. They even debated limiting the size of the military to a certain small percentage of the population. In other words, it'd have to stay less than 2%. They didn't ultimately adopt that, but they did constitutionally ensure that the military couldn't operate on our soil. Then, They turned the American people into a militia with the Second Amendment, always to be armed. 
the most intensely debated topics. And going back and reading the speeches was really eye-opening. Because if you did this kind of debate today on the floor of Congress, you might be called a domestic terrorist. But these guys were the patriots that crafted the rights that we had. And their main point of concern was in order to craft a government with the weakest amount of power, the least amount of power possible, so that that government could be violently overthrown by the people. This is not my opinion. This is theirs. It's why they wrote the Constitution the way they had. Keep in mind, they had just barely won a violent and bloody revolution for freedom. They wanted to ensure they wouldn't have to do it again, or if they did, that they could give the people the best upper hand possible. Our founders understood this profoundly. They just fought their way through it. Now enter McConaughey, making the most effective argument you can. Children have just been horrifically slaughtered by an evil man. You father? Oh, yeah. Hey, me Two too. boys. Me too. Yeah. Now, I bet you and I can get something done talking about being dads and giving a, giving a damn about our kids and their futures. I bet we can come to, I bet we can come to agreement on that, on, on, on some issues as well. At the press conference, McConaughey displayed a heartbreaking drawing by one of the Uvalde child victims. They told us that showing someone else Alethea's art would in some way keep her alive. Now this particular drawing is a, uh, a self-portrait right, of, of Aletha drawing with her friend in heaven looking down on her drawing the very same picture. Her mother said of this drawing, she said, you know, we never really talked to her about heaven before, but somehow she knew. How do you counter that when McConaughey just wants a little gun control? We need background checks. We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. How do you counter that? It sounds so reasonable. You start with this. You and I both know McConaughey's lying. The left will just use this as a sign of weakness if we cave in, and they'll come for the next thing and the next thing and the next. How do we know? McConaughey told us what the end goal is in 2018. No assault weapons for private civilians. That means they'd get rid of anything that's not a handgun. A limit of just three bullets per person and no recreational use of guns. Folks, that's almost a total gun ban. A ban of anything anybody could use to fight back against a tyrannical government. As our government gets more tyrannical every day. Listen to him in 2018 telling you what the plan really is. How do we do this? They've got three hallmarks here. One, let's ban the assault weapons for civilians. <laughs> And to my friends out there that are responsible, owners of these recreational, uh, or these assault weapons that they use for recreation, please, man, let us take one for the team here and set it down. <laughs> Number two, let's restrict the capacity on the magazines. I mean, look here, in the state of Texas, we have a three-shell limit to hunt migratory birds. Do the math. You get my point. That is the real agenda. And he is a wolf in sheep's clothing. But Tara, Tara, the kids, the children. Yes, let's talk about them. I posted a picture today from Nazi Germany. It's of young Jewish children. 
being led off to the cattle cars. There's no parents around. How did that happen? How did 1.5 million Jewish children end up murdered by the Nazi regime? Well, those children's parents were disarmed, not by the Nazis, but by the very milquetoast in comparison, Weimar Republic. Why? To keep them safe from crime. They were disarmed during the Weimar Republic before anyone could even imagine that Hitler would come to power. Yet Hitler did, just a few years later. And their parents couldn't stop it. They were loaded onto the cars, and they never came back. We will never, ever, as a population, be able to keep everyone safe from individual criminals, no matter what we do. But we can keep whole populations safe from the most deadly force on Earth, to human beings, and that is authoritarian governments. Nothing, no one, no force on earth, and no force of nature has ever killed more human beings than authoritarian governments. In particular, authoritarian governments run according to the Marxist ideologies of communism and socialism that have been around since 1848. So when someone says to you, we could have saved the 33 lives at Virginia Tech by disarming the people, You say, we could have saved the 65 million lives in China that were murdered after the disarming of that country. When they say, we could have saved the 28 in Sandy Hook. Yeah, well, we could have saved the 2 million in Cambodia too. Again, those slaughters happened after the disarming of the people. When they say, we could have saved the 22 at Uvalde, you say, we could have saved the 1.7 million in Ethiopia. They were disarmed for worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. By their government. When they say, we could have saved the 17 at Parkland, you say, we could have saved the 1 million in the Eastern Bloc who were disarmed under communist regimes before they were murdered. When they say, we could have saved the 10 at Santa Fe High, you say, we could have saved the million murdered by communists including over 150,000 children in Vietnam, had they not been disarmed first. When they say, but come on, this government would never do that. Well, the Germans said exactly that of the Weimar Republic. And they were right. The Weimar Republic never did anything remotely like that. But the government that would take control just a few years later did. Giving even an inch on gun control means admitting the Second Amendment is not absolute. That's the victory. It only encourages them, and they'll be back. These are the people that have already gotten so far as to have you fired from your job last year for not taking a shot that we now know, and they knew at the time, by the way, the FDA knew, was only 12% effective. We know that because of the FOIA lawsuit that caused the release of the documents. That whole fire you for not taking a shot that they knew in December of 2021, a year before they began firing people 
from their jobs for not taking it that they knew was only 12% effective. Why did they do it? A raw exercise of power to establish the precedent. What are they capable of? You and I don't want to find out. But let's go a little further with their lie. If they truly cared about protecting children, and let me assure you they do not, they would do, before they took the guns, everything they could to fortify the schools. And most especially, they'd arm teachers. Why? Because there's never been a mass school shooting at a school where teachers were allowed to be armed. Not one, ever, in American history. Over 20 states have rules on the books that are either statewide or in parts of the state that allow teachers after training to carry guns. Again, there's never been a mass shooting ever. There have been individual suicides, mostly in parking lots at those schools, but not ones that were, you know, involved the taking of other students' lives. That's powerful. And it's why they're not willing to arm teachers, because the shooting would stop and they wouldn't achieve their real goal, which is to disarm a population. They intend to rule with an absolute iron fist. The left only wants to talk about guns after Uvalde. They don't want to talk about the 75 minutes it took before anyone would go in and save the children. They don't want to talk about the fact that when they arrived, the Border Patrol was told bizarrely by the federal marshals. What were feds doing on the Uvalde scene? The federal marshals and the Uvalde police, they couldn't enter to save the children, though they wanted to risk their lives to do so. They sat around for half an hour waiting until they couldn't take it anymore, and then they defied the orders to enter the school. What were the federal marshals doing there? Why were they bossing around the Uvalde police? Why did they arrest Anjali Gomez, who's since done an interview with CBS News, for merely trying to go in to rescue her own children? She was only able to get out of cuffs because the Uvalde police, who knew her, intervened. Right away as I parked... Um, U.S. Marshals started coming toward my car saying that um, I wasn't allowed to be parked there. And uh, he said, well, we're going to have to arrest you because you're being very uncooperative. I said, well, you're going to have to arrest me because I'm going in there and I'm telling you right now, I don't see none of y'all in there. Y'all are standing with snipers and y'all are far away. I'm, if y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He right, immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff Gomez, she ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped out first gate fence and once I jumped it I went to my son's class and I knocked on the door and I remember the teacher saying um I'm like hey they're already they're already um bulge cutting the fence to get me she's like you think we have time to get out I said you'll have time I'm gonna run for my other son folks the Uvalde police weren't calling the shots the feds were what what they were gonna bolt cut the fence to get her Once she was assured her son was okay, Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her. So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing Y'all need to be in here. Give me your best. Somebody give me a best. Something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being so that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my first son's class. So when I went to my my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. Wait, 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 wait. She can hear the shots well enough to tell where the shooter is. The excuse by the Uvalde school police chief was, well, we thought he was barricaded in the classroom. You know, we thought it was over. He was all barricaded. Well, it was clear it wasn't over. She could tell it wasn't over. Why didn't they act? Why did it take Border Patrol agents, again, who were forbidden to enter when they arrived on the scene, why did it take them defying orders to finally go in, as reported by NBC News? And it's this observation 
That's the most chilling. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there was inside not one the school? Officer inside the school when I ran to areas. my second son class. There was not one officer. And you were hearing gunshots, so you knew you that could hear the it gunshots. was an active shooter. It was still active. The gunshots were still active. They were not in there. There was no one in there. If any The Uvalde chief's lying. If she knew the shooting was still active, the people at the scene, the 19 officers milling about, plus the federal marshals, had to know too. And then she makes this chilling observation. They could have saved many more lives. They could have gone into that classroom and maybe two or three would have been gone, but they could have saved a whole, a whole more, the whole class. They could have done something, gone through the window, sniped them through the window. I mean, something, but nothing was being done. If anything, they were being more aggressive on us parents that were willing to go in there. And like I told one of the officers, I don't need you to protect me. Get away from me. I don't need your protection. If anything, I need you to go in there with me to go protect my kids. And if anything, they were being more aggressive on us. They were more pertained on keeping us back than getting into that school. Keep in mind again, folks, it was widely reported, including by CBS News. That's where I got the interview from that you're listening to, that it was the federal marshals that arrested her. She knew some Uvalde police officers, uh, and they were able to talk the marshals into letting her go. She immediately scaled the fence and went after her kids, which means the debate here shouldn't even be about guns, peaceful gun owners, and what you should have to give up. And you know who nailed that? Of all people, liberal comedian Bill Maher. Well, the question is this. I mean, after that horror unfolded, uh, there was first the outrage about availability of weaponry in America, and then there was a second outrage about the fact that the cops stood outside and didn't do anything. And this is becoming a pattern in America. Parkland, there was a cop there, or a security guard, didn't do his job. The Mandalay Bay, the guy went up to the wrong floor and stayed there. What do you do about people who are paid to act and just don't? How do you solve that problem? Because, I mean, they could take away a lot of different kinds of guns. I mean, I mean, this kid was in the room for 40 minutes hmm. before anybody came in. It wouldn't have mattered what kind of gun he had. You could, any kind of gun could do on a, any amount of damage in that time. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.